friends, Chris Sauter, lead pastor at Neighborhood Church. We work hard at creating content every week that is life-giving and inspiring for people to live a full life. So we're inviting people who find this stream to be life-giving and encouraging to consider becoming a sustaining member at Neighborhood Church. That could be a one-time gift or to subscribe monthly. And you can do that at neighborhoodchurchmn.org. Thank you, friends, and enjoy the message. And 
I shared a little bit of my story about coming out um, and accepting myself as a non-binary queer person, and, which a lot of you have heard, and if you haven't, um, jump to conclusions, you probably read about some of it, um, or is, exists on Facebook, the website, somewhere. Um, whatever. Uh, so anyways, I shared about my life, look back on my life, and I realized that the most significant evolutions of my personhood came from a place of honoring my nature, honoring what was in me, what was always in me, um, and the ways that like operating out of a place of honoring my nature allowed me to be nurtured or impacted by my environment in a way that was life-giving and freeing and beautiful. Um, and I felt like the only sense of purpose or life mission or whatever that I could come up with was feeling called to be someone who nurtures others in, like, from a place of honoring their nature. So my hope for my life is that I would become the person who helps others become their fullest and true selves um, by nurturing them in a place where their true self is accepted and celebrated and honored. And um, what has always been true inside of them is safe. Uh, honestly, I learned that from communities like this one, and I learned that from the people in my life who've been present with me uh, and honored what was so for me, what was true for me, um, and I just, it, it is such a gift to be able to do that for anyone else because I know what it feels like, so how does this time to worship? Uh, well, like a lot of human beings, my number one defense mechanism, other than comedy, obviously, uh, <laughs> is to just run away from everything. And like, in with the young, out with the old, if something doesn't feel comfortable, if something doesn't feel good, throw it out, baby bathwater, all of it, that it just doesn't suit me anymore. And uh, I'm learning at the wise old age of 27 um, <laughs> that that's not really how life works. And Truth is a lot more fluid than I once thought it to be. Um, I want to talk about worship through that lens. Um, so some of you might have read my email that went out a couple weeks ago, and so some of this might be familiar to you. Um, but I want to expand on that, because worship has meant a lot of things to me over the years. And uh, shortly, so shortly after I became a Christian, probably 2013, uh, I started being involved in worship at a church that was pretty charismatic. Um, and had a lot of ties to the International Prayer Movement, International House of Prayer. Um, so there was, worship was really free and emotional and intimate, uh, and there was a significant focus on the prophetic and spontaneous worship. And there were a lot of really things that I really loved about that. Um, but also I tend to shy away from things that I feel like I can't crush. Like if I don't feel like I'm going to nail it, I just won't do it. Um, so that type of worship was really hard for me because it was like swinging, and I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Um, so a lot of times a worship set looked like me sitting down at a piano for 40 minutes with like two songs, and the rest of it was just made up as I went. And uh, that was fine. <laughs> I'm sure there were some times that it was pretty unbearable, but... Uh, I learned so much about worship and God and myself as a musician. I grew so much 
by having that space to just try things and fail and also just engage with God in a really free and boundless and vulnerable way. I, I love that that was the starting point of my engagement with worship. Um, so, yeah, I grew, I grew so much because of that. Um, and now if you ask me to do that now, if you ask me to sit at a piano and do a 40-minute worship set with two songs and make up the rest, I'd probably do it, but it would be heretical and uh, not, not, it would look a lot different than it did when I was 21. Um, so I ended up leaving that church when, on a Sunday morning, they gave a prophetic word that everyone should vote for Donald Trump. And I was like, oh, we're in very different places. And we view God and the prophetic very differently. And so just realized that wasn't really a great fit for me. Uh, so I moved to Duluth, became part of the Vineyard Church here. Um, and I loved the structure and applicability that worship offered in that community. Um, there was just so much more hands-on training. Like, this is what worship looks like, and these are the expectations. And there are times when I had a hard time with that. It's like, no, I just want to be able to do whatever I want. Um, and also I learned that it was a lot more accessible to people by having that structure. So it, a lot of times it was like the first half of the set, first half of the service was 45 songs, cut and dry, same way, every time. And I honestly usually had a hard time with that. And then the back half of the service, ministry time, I could kind of do whatever I wanted, and that was nice. And so it was a really good balance um, where I could bring what I had learned with me um, while operating this kind of new structure. Um, I won't get super into that story of Bowman Faith and how I ended up leaving there, um, partly because I already shared that. And again, you can go watch that. Um, or we can sit down because and, sit down and talk because I have an incessant need to talk about myself all the time. Um, so I would love to tell you. Um, but in those spaces, and as my faith has evolved, worship has looked like a lot of different things. So sometimes it was like arms up, eyes closed, crying. Sometimes it was like the Tinder profile fish picture where my arms are just open and <laughs> ready to receive from the Lord. Um, sometimes it was like the hand on the heart, like just, just swaying. Um, and sometimes it was just sobbing. And sometimes it was dancing. And sometimes I had made it too small. And if I didn't feel like I could authentically engage in worship in that way, I had a hard time engaging at all because I didn't want to fabricate it, but it felt like I had to in those spaces. Um, so I tried to make it a really specific thing, and it, it just couldn't be. And um, so worship has been really hard to define um, over the years, but a definition that I've really loved uh, was that worship is our response to our experience and knowledge of God. And what I love about that is that it has been true no matter where I'm at in my faith journey. And it, it gets to evolve with me. And um, it can be all the things that I talked about, and it can be so many other things. And uh, when I came to Neighborhood Church, leaning into evolving my faith, letting it be more inclusive and honest, um, it was really hard because I, I had experienced, I had 
six, seven, eight years of specific training of like, this is what worship is, this is how you do it, this is how you execute it, this is how it's successful. And I had to like hold that all really open-handedly and it was really hard because I was like, no, but that's what it is. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been pretty hard to hold it open-handedly. But um, recentering myself to letting worship just be my response to my knowledge and experience of God has been really freeing. Um, so sometimes that means I show up and I sing songs about who God is and get me in touch with who God is and get you all in touch with who God is. Sometimes I sing songs about the connection that we all share because I experience God so much when I connect with you all. Um, sometimes I read poetry because there are beautiful poets who have written words that express things that I can't verbalize with like a CCM that US song. Um, and sometimes I read poetry about grief and and like the the heaviness of deconstructing or reconstructing your faith and how there are sometimes emotions that engaging with God that aren't like glamorous. They're not like pretty on the outside, but they're honest. Um, Sometimes it means going for a walk by the superior and weeping, looking at the moon or trees or kids playing and uh, or having a meaningful conversation with friends or family or a stranger. Um, sometimes it's coming to the hub, this was yesterday, um, coming to the hub and singing as loud as I can because I live in an apartment building with 65 other tenants and I can't do that there. But no one was here to judge me, so audience is one. Um, but <laughs> Uh, sometimes worship looks like helping someone who doesn't have a ride home. Someone's walking in 95 degree heat and they just need to get somewhere with AC. Someone who doesn't have the means to support their family, to feed their family. Um, it's just helping helping them out. Um, sometimes it's being shoulder for someone to cry on, uh, listening to a friend, hearing them out. Sometimes it's being honest about emotions that you're afraid of. So, there are a lot of versions of worship that don't feel all the way true anymore. Um, and I have wanted to just throw those out and just say, that's not worship anymore, that can't be worship anymore. Um, but I think that I would be dishonoring myself and dishonoring my journey, dishonoring what has been true for me, what was true for me those years ago, by throwing everything out. Learning to let worship simply exist as as a response to the divine. That means letting what's been true in the past come with me. And that that doesn't mean that worship needs to look like that right now. Um, and that doesn't mean it's what worship needs to be forever. Um, but it means that all of it can go on. And um, that doesn't discount the evolution. means that as a human, it's my job to evolve. It's my job to grow. And I get to honor that and uh, allow myself to be impacted by my environment, whether that is the International House of Prayer or the or this church, that I get to be impacted by all those spaces and let it impact my expression of worship. Because I, I have done the work of honoring who I am. I have, I have 
embrace and, and lean into what does it look like to honor what's true for me. And now I get to honor who I am, and including those previous expressions of worship and this current expression of worship. Um, so, uh, I feel like I'm flying through this. It's, don't worry. Uh, so, there are times at neighborhood church where worship might make me uncomfortable or make you uncomfortable um, because we're figuring it out together. I, my invitation to all of you would be to not write off what worship has meant to you in the past, um, to not need it to fit into this tiny box, but um, to let what has been true in the past come with you. Let let what is true right now coexist and trust your intuition when it comes to worship. Um, so if you have a moment where you're experiencing God or the presence of God or whatever that means to you, um, and your response is to sing a Paramore song or the national or why look at me? Because you like <laughs> the national. Um, or like I started weeping to an eagle song the other day. I was like, we're not my father. Um, <laughs> like Letting, letting whatever music inspire you. Um, or go for a walk outside and let tears just roll down your cheeks um, because you're experiencing God. Let that be true. Um, if you have a moment where you're experiencing God and you feel, or where you're not experiencing God and you feel distant and you feel heartbroken or in the depths of grief and your response to that is to scream into the abyss or to punch a punching bag and not a human um, or to rage tweet about purity culture or uh, racism in the church or whatever, um, let that be true. Uh, if you have an experience with God where you don't really know how to experience God and you're really not sure how to feel or what to do and your response is to lean in, read a bunch of books, or to walk away from the church for a while and just go experience human beings and the earth. Um, let that be true because it's all worship if it's if it's your authentic response to God. And um, our response <laughs> to the experience and knowledge of God, it doesn't need to be a five-minute song based on biblical truths that gives people theology to walk away with. Um, it can be a song from a podcast musical that's really niche and weird, which, by the way, is how I'm ending this message. So I guess if you came here and were expecting a really specific answer about what worship is and isn't, I don't have that for you, but you have that for you. And you can trust yourself and trust whatever response comes from yourself let that be truly how you respond to God. Um, because again, 27 years of this time, um, I am learning that existence outside of being honest doesn't make a lot of sense. And if you can't be honest, what do you do? And um, I would empower all of you to, to just let worship be whatever's true. And Whatever it looks like, you are welcome to freely express that at neighborhood. So if if you still want to raise your hands or sway or cry or dance or sing or not sing, stand or sit, um, all of that is welcome um, because we are still figuring this out together. And how
however you truly engage with God, that's good enough. And um, so yeah, I I want to end with that song that I was talking about, um, and it talks about truth. And this song, in this moment, maybe it won't be true in a month, maybe it wasn't true a month ago, but in this moment, this song is the most truthful expression of worship for me. And so I'm going to let it kind of be a prayer. I'm just going to play it. You're welcome to stand uh, and engage with it and sing it if you know it, which I doubt. But um, <laughs> sorry, it's just really weird. Um, but you're welcome to engage with that however that looks for you. And I'm just going to play it and then say amen. And go about our days worshiping however however that was for you. So I'm gonna awkwardly uh, address things for a second. Thank <laughs> you.